Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Welcome to it. Great to be with you on a Thursday. It's Hale Bar City Radio. We're presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go to Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. Uh, I don't know what Elijah did with Connor Clark, but um, uh, maybe we'll see Connor next week. Uh, excited to spend uh, the rest of the afternoon with you. Hale Varsity numbers to get in can join us today 466-3776-466-3776-800-825-5865 can watch this show you're encouraged to do so Hale Varsity YouTube channel that's where you get everything right you get all the post uh, practice reports you get all the post press conference video grid always good stuff from Aaron Sorensen and Brady Altman's and company can watch that. Hail Varsity's YouTube channel can stream us many different ways, radio and or uh, on Twitter at Hail Varsity Radio's Twitter handle at HVarsity Radio. And then ESPN Lincoln allows you to watch and participate. ESPN Lincoln Twitter, ESPN Lincoln Facebook, and wherever you hear us around the great state of Nebraska. You can email Chris at Hail Varsity. Dot com. Pretty newsworthy day, Elijah, and uh, it kicked off about 12 hours, 15 hours ago uh, when things kind of finalized with the announcement right when we got done. Well, I'm doing poor math. Yeah, Forgive me. 22 hours ago. <laughs> 22 hours ago. Carry the one, right? <laughs> 22 hours ago, Nebraska getting a, just a, a monster uh, commit from the portal, Walter Rouse. Uh, standout tackle with the Stanford Cardinal is coming to play his ball in Lincoln this fall. We'll have some thoughts on Walter here in a moment. Plenty more from E.J. Barthel, Nebraska's running backs coach, Evan Cooper, Nebraska's secondary coach. Big uh, appreciation to Brando's Sports World for shouting us out. We shout you out, Brando. And uh, plenty to get to. Brandon Vogel will join us in 20 minutes. Uh, recap his thoughts with uh, the week that has been in hour two, Gary Barnett, he weighs in. He's seen plenty of Walter Rouse. What does he think Nebraska has on the offensive line? And we'll get into that youth versus experience discussion point as we look at uh, Coach Rule's staff and some of the younger hires he's made. What's Coach Barney think of that? And then Danny Burke, uh, VEASAN Sports Network, Musburger's right-hand man, I tell you what, Danny will lay it down for the weekend of wild card action in the NFL. Elijah, Nebraska football is known and expected to have dudes on the offensive line. 
Nebraska football is expected to have backups come in and perform when called upon on the offensive line. And I think Nebraska has recruited at a high level at the offensive line. Uh, They have not developed at a high level on the offensive line. I think those two forces meet this offseason with the recruiting and the development coming together. And I think it's okay to be excited for Nebraska's offense with two experienced quarterbacks, an experienced running backs room, and now experience that have been a part of this football program on the offensive line. It's not gone the way that Teddy or Ben Hart or Turner or Nuri have wanted. But those guys have all played a lot of football, not necessarily Teddy, but we see what Teddy can be if he can stay healthy. And now you add in not just Scott at center with a season under his belt, but now Walter Rouse, 39 starts. A finalist for the academic Heisman, uh, uh, some sort of biology major. Uh, it's, it's not just Biochemical regular old. Biochemical engineering. Biochemical engineering. Thank you. That equals S-M-A-R-T. Okay? That's, that's what that means. He's a brilliant guy, and he's a grown-up. And while you have Walter Rouse that's got a, a bit of a shoulder issue he's got to work through, he'll be ready by training camp. He is an option at tackle. He's a guy that's from a pro-style run-first offense with Coach Shaw. And one thing you know about Stanford is – Despite the fact they've been down, they put guys in the league on the lines of scrimmage for the better part of that Harbaugh to Shaw transition. And that's going on 12 years. Uh, Stanford gets the smartest guys. Stanford gets uh, some of the biggest and best dudes on the line. Should their team be better? Yeah. Uh, But what is reality is Nebraska has a chance to get a guy like Walter Rouse to compete for a starting spot. Uh, to make options available for Coach Riola. And think about what type of lineup you can have. Teddy, Turner, Nuri, Lutowski, Piper, Scott, and Walter Rouse. Any which way you want to shake it, uh, you have guys that have played tackle. Ben Hart's made 11 career starts. Is he a better guard? Let's see, right? You have that option now, perhaps. Turner Corcoran has played both tackle spots and a guard. Let him settle, be healthy, and let him go kick ass at one of those spots. You have Scott, I'm going to pencil in at center, call me crazy. And then you have Rouse that can play either that left or right tackle spot, depending on where you're comfortable. I'm thinking left tackle. And then you've got a, a, a trio of guards and a guy that you can groom to back up Scott at center. Uh, All the while, Elijah, you can get the linemen you've recruited in the weight room and have a season to just get better. They're not freshmen. They're not redshirt freshmen being thrown in. You have options with guys that have started a lot of ball games in Lincoln and need to be better. And you have uh, a couple of guys that have played well in the Pac-12 coming here it's a monster win and quite frankly uh very well targeted by rule and the staff to go after uh meat and potatoes guys on the line guys like scott guys like rouse on the line it's not the skill guys nebraska went portaling for a year ago but it's on the line of scrimmage 
it's kind of putting their money where their mouth is when they talk about the importance of line of scrimmage play. You've seen Rouse's film. Dude's built. He's a beast. He's 6'6". He's 220. He can move and he can fire off the ball. I'm not trying to give him a, uh, a Lombardi already, but it's just a nice, nice high-level guy to add to this team. And you have a good offensive line, you're going to have a better offense. I think that's fair math. And uh, I, I do want to clear up one thing. I misspoke. Not biochemical engineering, biomechanical engineering. I don't know what the difference between those two are. All I know is it does mean, as you said, he's a smart kid. I mean, it's a Stanford degree, brother. <laughs> you can say that again. <laughs> and what I'll say about Rouse in his film is uh, there was something that I learned in the Journal Star article today that I did not see watching his film. Uh, and it kind of makes some things check out. He was actually dealing with a shoulder injury all last season long. Had to undergo surgery at the end of the season. That's why he wants to come back and play another season of college football because he didn't feel like he lived up to his own standard. And um, that makes sense because what I saw on film from him is a guy who's got the tools. And you can say that about a lot of Nebraska's offensive linemen over the past couple of years and about a lot of the guys they have within the program right now. They're toolsy guys. You hear that about? baseball players and quarterbacks they got the tools they just got to put it together I'd say the same about Rouse I don't think he's ever quite lived up to the billing that he got whenever he was coming into college Um, but 30 plus starts speaks for itself I mean you can say the same thing about some players at Nebraska for the past couple years where if say Turner Corker went into the transfer portal some other school out there would say well, he's got 20-plus starts underneath his belt. He's got Big Ten experience. That's a, that's a big piece. And the Husker fans who look at him say, well, yeah, he does have all those starts under his belt, but he's still got some things he needs to work on, but he's got the tools. I'd say the same about Rouse. He's got all these starts underneath his belt. It speaks to his quality as a football player that he was able to get all those starts, but there are still things that he needs to work on. I'm not sure he's a ready-made Big Ten athlete right now. Could he be in a couple of months? Sure, with the strength and conditioning program, with the correct coaching. But he's a toolsy guy. He's got the tools. We'll see if he can put it together. Because I think that's kind of been the story of his career at Stanford. He's been good enough to start, but he's not been good enough to live up to that billing that he had whenever he was recruit stepping foot on campus. He's got, as you mentioned, the ability to fire off and run block. He's got the ability to pass block. But I don't think whenever you look at what his frame is, his frame is an NFL offensive lineman. Yet he's never quite lived up to that billing during his time at Stanford. Could that be the pieces around him? Maybe. Could it be the coaching? Maybe. Um, You don't really know. I don't think he's quite lived up to the standard that Stanford fans expected whenever he came in there, but I'm not saying he's not a guy who's not going to start next year. It's very possible, but he's going to have to earn it because there are things in his game that I think he needs to work on. Specifically, uh, flexibility needs a little bit of work, which we've seen that with Husker offensive linemen in the past couple years as well. Like He's going to fit right in with this room in terms of being a guy who... He comes in with all these starts, all this experience underneath his belt, got some things he needs to work on. But I think with the right coaching, with the right strength and development this offseason, during one offseason, he could step in and and be a starter come the fall. But I'm not saying he's good enough to do that right now. With that all being said, a very, very nice piece to add to this offensive line room. I think he's going to help out in some way, shape, or form, most likely on the field. But even if not, 39 starts underneath your belt is going to be a big help in terms of leadership, in terms of experience off the field. It, it's an option, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it brings competition. Times, yeah, well, it's competition. It's an option. And if somebody's not getting it done, Riola can go and put somebody in, give somebody else a shot. And this isn't Y ball where I got to play every second quarter, even though I shouldn't have been on the court. This is go out, go go make plays, do your job, and be able to run the football on third and two or inside the red zone, okay? And with Nebraska, uh, let's let's just put this in pencil right now. As you look at the lineup, do you go with 
comes back healthy, wins the job, Rouse at left tackle. Do you put or or do you put I mean Teddy's got a lot to say about that. You put Teddy at left tackle, go Turner at left guard, Scott at center, you have Newelli at right guard, and then at right tackle you can go Turner. I've already said uh, I've I've said Turner twice, forgive me, but you get my point uh, here. Teddy, Let's look you mean at Teddy, this. I think. Yeah, you go Teddy left. Teddy, okay, here's how I see it. I'm, I'm going to lay yeah, it out. Teddy left, and, and do you put, uh, do you put um, Rouse at right? Rouse at right. And then you have Turner? Or Bryce could win that. I'm, 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 this is what I was kind of getting at with my point, in that I'm not ready to, to pencil him in as a starter just yet because he's got things to work on. But how I could see this line shaping up with Rouse's experiences on the left side, you can go Rouse left tackle, Nuri left guard, which – in terms of run blocking, is a very strong left side of your line. That's what both mm-hmm. of those guys excel at. You got Scott at center. Uh, you probably go a couple options at right guard, to, to be fair. Three or four different guys. That's That spot's still up in the air. And then you have the, the option between uh, Teddy and Bryce at right tackle. Um, that, that's kind of how I Teddy's see Teddy's played it. mainly left, so he'd have to learn right. Not that he can't, but he's he's been at left, and, and that's where he's... Or, or do you give Teddy a year coming off a, a, another knee injury to, you know what, sit behind a guy who's got all this experience in the Pac-12 and Rouse learn some things from him, be a competent backup, because more often than not in the Big Ten with the rigors of the season, your number is going to well, be called as a backup left tackle or anywhere on the offensive line. At some point during the season, it could be a series, it could be a game, it could be a couple of games, your number will get called. Do you leave Teddy back there to, you know what, get a, another year of maturation underneath your belt? You haven't really gotten that since you've been on campus. Focus on on your craft, focus on getting bigger in the weight room during the season, step in when we need you, and then you're going to be our starter next year. That's a very real possibility with what could be going on with Teddy. All I know is what this move brings, Donovan Rolla, as you says, it brings experience, it brings options, and it brings competition. There will be competition in this offensive line room. I wouldn't say there's a single spot along the offensive line, barring maybe Scott, but he's a transfer in. But, I, I mean, pretty much there's not going to be a spot along the offensive line that I don't think whoever gets that spot isn't going to have to earn and isn't going to have to go beat out other people for it. I can't say the same about the offensive line last year. Well, and it's not only do you have to earn it and win it, but you got to hold on to it. Mm. Right. I mean, you got to hold on to that spot. That's key. And what I what I don't want easier for me to sit here and say is I want if I'm a Nebraska fan, I want everybody to stay in that room. You may not win a job, but it doesn't mean you're not going to get a few series. It doesn't mean you're not going to get a chance to improve your game. And from a offensive mindset, identity standpoint, work as a unit together in the room, a second year with Coach Raiola, but really a first year, to be fair, with Raiola, in my opinion, having a, a voice that'll be heard on offense with the coordinator and Satterfield's vision of playing smash mouth football and what, what rule wants to do the incorporation of a, of a running quarterback, more of a dual threat on offense. Um, We'll talk to Brandon Vogel coming up here, get his penciling in of who could go where on the offensive line, because it's quite frankly, a nice problem to have for the first time in a while. Competent options for Nebraska at the tackle spots, be it Teddy or Rouse or Ben Hart or Turner Corcoran. I mean, those are four bodies 
that have played a lot of football, three of the four have played a lot of football, Teddy being the guy that uh, beyond injury has shown a high level and a high ability. You have a plethora of guards to choose, and then you need someone to, to be a swing tackle. You also need someone to be a backup center, assuming Scott doesn't, assuming Scott does win the job. So you can be excited about your offensive line prospects for Nebraska and the targeting that's gone in on where they go in the portal. And those offensive line guys with experience are gold, and uh, you hope they hit as well as uh, the skill guys did last year with a Thompson and a Palmer. Brandon Vogel checks in. We'll hear from both coaches that spoke today. Hale Varsity with you on a Thursday presented by Currency.